Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. If we go back and think about these thoughts from these last few verses in James chapter number uh, 3, beginning at verse 5 and following, we, we have to go back and consider this. Every single one of us, has problems with our tongue, and we have to come to agreement with God about it. If you go back and look at James chapter 3, verse 8, it says, No human being can tame the tongue. No human being can tame the tongue. It reveals to us brokenness. It reveals to us hypocrisy. It ruins things, and it ruins things fast. It is reckless and restless and full of poison. That's James' contention in these verses. And it often shows us that we, we got fruit. We have fruit. What sort, of, what sort of reality is that fruit coming from? But I want to tackle here. For some moments, I want to tackle this just transition thought. It'll be used uh, in the next passage and in this and and in the following passage, the preceding and uh, following passages. I want to I want to use uh, James chapter uh, three verse thirteen. It says this: "Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. Let him show his works." And the weakness of wisdom. Um, now, I want to I wanna, I wanna def- definitely tie this back to what we were saying before. I want to tie it back to the to the fact that you know uh, the tongue reveals our hypocrisy. It reveals our brokenness. The tongue is is a is a restless instrument of poison distribution. The 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 tongue is is not only restless but it's reckless. And, and it's and it's not only uh, those things. It you know literally, literally, the, the the tongue can ruin a tremendous amount of things super fast. And I love how James gives the illustration of of a spark. You know, it can it can just set a a whole forest on fire. And he you know James is like, make no mistake, where this fire comes from, it's the fire of hell. So it reveals we need Jesus. I think verse 13 begins to give some shape to how we can we can expect and receive help from the Lord. And that's why I wanted to take some moments to to add it to these other thoughts. If you look at James chapter three, verses five through 12, you go, yep, 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 yep. I'm really messed up. Uh, you look to the person beside you and you use James chapter three, verses five through 12 as an inventory. Yep. They're really messed up. The person on the other side of you, yep, they're really messed up. We're all broken. We're all full of hypocrisy. Everybody, even the people who point out hypocrites all the time are hypocritical about something. And if we believe the scripture, and I do, no man can tame the tongue. So we really need Jesus. And I like how verse 13 seems to give us some hyper practical help in shaping what it means to receive Jesus, what it looks like to receive help from Jesus in taming the tongue. Okay, maybe we need to pause right here and make an open confession. No man can tame the tongue. I cannot tame my tongue. God, I am in desperate need 
of super supernatural help in taming my tongue. I don't have the the wisdom, the intellect, or the understanding to even recognize how often and how dangerous my tongue uh, is. How 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 often and dangerous. How oftenly dangerous. It's a bad adverb, but I want to use it. How oftenly dangerous my tongue is. I don't even recognize it. I have blind spots in how I use my tongue. Jesus, I need revelation. Jesus, I am weak. I don't know. I don't know the weakness of my heart and mind in holding my tongue back. I don't see the weakness in my spirit in holding my tongue back, but my tongue has so much power that that weakness unleashes a force that I'm not prepared for the damage it, it wreaks. We, we just need to stop and recognize that no man can tame tongue. Agree with the Lord on this. See your brokenness. I see my brokenness, brothers and sisters. See your brokenness. Get down on your face and say, Lord, I cannot tame my tongue, but I want my tongue to be tamed. And if we can get humble, if we can get humble, and began to see that every single one of us is broken in this way, way, every single one of us is hypocritical in this way, every single one of us needs Jesus' help. If we can agree with God and begin to receive his help, here's some of the ways. I believe James 5.13 reveals some of the ways that we can really see how Jesus wants to help us. Okay? All right. Now, part of this requires we go a little bit backwards. James starts out with this question. Who is wise and understanding among you? It's actually two questions. You know, it's, it's, it's compound there. Who, who is wise among you? Who is understanding among you? So first things first, I think if we want to begin to tame the tongue, okay, we need to seek out a heart of wisdom. We need to have a heart that seeks out wisdom, okay? Um, how do we do that? I think it is, uh, it's, it's really twofold, maybe threefold. Let's say threefold. Hush, <laughs> do less talking. Okay. Secondly, secondly, do a lot more listening. And thirdly, most importantly, get into your Bible. Get into your Bible. I'm going to close with those those illustrations that I opened with uh, at the at the very beginning of talking about James chapter three, and um, I, I want I want to put some tools in your hand. Okay, do you have a heart that is seeking after the Lord? And and uh, I mean, just take a few inventory questions here, my friends. How much time do you spend doing your favorite hobby? And how much time do you spend in the Word? No, do you get up and watch the news? And do you read the scriptures and pray for as long as you watch the news? <sighs> Think about it now. I mean, you, you're right. Do you, are you one of these people who has a long drive to work and you listen to a lot of stuff? What are you listening to? Are you listening to stuff that builds you up in Christ? Or you do you throw a little podcast in here and there and and then you listen to, you know, whatever news talking heads that are saying the political things you like are saying to you? Do you just jam out to music constantly? I mean, what are you putting in? Guy go. 
G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. Do we have a heart for wisdom? I mean, if you want to, if you want a closer walk with God, you can get one. If you want to be more godly, you can be more godly. The thing is, James asked this question, who is wise among you? You got to go backwards a little, little bit here. In James chapter one, James says, if you lack wisdom, go back and get that session. See what I'm talking about. If you lack wisdom, ask God. So a lot of us lack wisdom, but are we asking God? The second question he asked is one question, but he asked uh, a compound issue. Who has understanding among you? Um, my grandma, uh, one of the very cool pieces of advice she gave uh, me was she 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 would say it in a very colloquial colloquial way. She would say, uh, uh, "So a smart person um, learns from their mistakes." A dummy doesn't, you know, a, 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 a stupid person doesn't. She would, say, she would use that word stupid, which sounds very strong because stupid is a strong word, but it means you know better and don't, you know, don't do what you know. She would say a stupid person refuses to learn from their mistakes. A smart person learns from their mistakes. She says a, a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And she says the, the most wise learns from what is right without the mistake. And that always sort of stuck with me because I realized I sometimes was smart and often I was stupid. And I get it. The Apostle Paul got it in Romans 7. He says, you know, uh, and, I, and I think about this every day, brothers and sisters. He says, he says, I know the things I ought not do and I run fast to do them. I know the things that I all to do, and I don't do them. And uh, who will deliver me from this body of death? He sort of saw himself as powerless and hopeless. He says, but thanks be to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, who's our rescuer is Jesus. Are you wise? Are you seeking after the Lord? Do you have understanding? You know, do you know what to do with what God has in front of you? All these things reveal that how he works, how he works. He 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 wants us to know what is right and to do what is right. We have to recognize we don't know what is right. And, and even if we do know it, we often don't do it. So we need revelation and we need power. We need righteousness, but it comes with partnership. We need revelation. We need to know what's right. And we need power. We need power to do right. We need uh, revelation. And we also, excuse me, we need righteousness and we also need partnership to do the righteousness. In other words, whether it's revelation or, or righteousness, we need power and partnership to do it. We need God. Thirdly here, thirdly, as we start to see to receive, how, how do we tame the tongue, right? We, we seek after wisdom. We receive understanding, okay? But thirdly, thirdly, good conduct. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. I can't argue with James' works, words. He says, by his good conduct, let him show his works. Let him show his works. In other words, there is a true call to a change in conduct. Somebody say amen. And, and finally, finally here in verse 13, uh, 
Let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. Or one paraphrase says, in wisdom's gentleness, okay? You know, what does Jesus say? Jesus says, blessed are the meek. Why? For they shall inherit the earth. Uh, the A teenager, best definition I ever heard of meekness came from a, a girl who at that time was, was 14 years old, Catherine Wilson. She says, uh, meekness is power under control. I had never heard it said like that. And I, I told her, this was years and years ago. I wrote that down. I said, that is the best definition of meekness I had ever heard. And I think she quickly said, well, you know, I got it from my parents, you know, <laughs> which was an awesome testimony. Being and Liz are wise, meek, awesome people. And so I have no doubt she got it from them. Um, uh, and uh, the illustration I have used many times since is, you know, I, I used to work with draft horses and you can find a humble horse, a meek horse. That don't mean he's a weak horse. Uh, I used to know this guy, you would shake his hand and when you shake his hand, it would feel like his hand was enveloping your hand. He he was huge, but he was so humble. Okay, so this sort of wisdom isn't ramming around and you know being heard all the time. It has a sort of it has a sort of meekness about it. It's not weak. It's power and control. Okay. In other words, when when provocation comes, you know, uh, this person who has understanding. This person who has wisdom, this person who is seeking God's power and God's presence for good conduct, this person in the face of provocation won't switch up from meekness into manhandling. They will continue in the face of provocation to be gentle while also being bold. In other words, gentle in spirit and delivery, bold in truth. Also, also I believe the 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 meekness of, of wisdom. When wisdom's meekness is is activated, that person is willing to hear corrective counsel. Okay. Um and I just believe it with with all my heart. Okay. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up like this. I've said it time and time again, all sorts of circles. I believe you need to, I believe anger and, and taming the tongue are really closely associated together. I believe one of the best uh, studies on that ever was done by Chip Ingram. It's called Overcoming Emotions That Destroy. I recommend everybody getting it, going through it with a small group, going through it with your family, going through it with your spouse or a good friend. Walk through that together. Do it as a small group thing. It is really powerful. Why? Because the tongue is either an outlet for anger or it leaks anger constantly. Secondly, always be affirming the sovereignty of God and be surrendered unto it. Thirdly, Thirdly, be a person who is in the Psalms learning to offer all sorts of expressions to God as worship, anger, anguish, depression, all those things we can offer to God. And the Psalms help us learn to give a voice to those things. Always be daily in the book of Proverbs, gaining that wisdom. And these three things, being equipped in the issues of life, such as anger, being constantly surrendered and surrendering to God's sovereignty, being a person of the word, particularly learning to give voice to things through the Psalms and the Proverbs. All of this is wrapped in a life of prayer and a diligent study of God's word. As we do these things, we learn to embrace the pursuit of wisdom. 
We learn to seek understanding. We learn to allow God to point out our problems and our hypocrisies, our brokenness. We beg for the help of Jesus to come along to give us power and presence, okay? Because we he requires righteousness, so he provides it, okay? And and then and then finally, finally we we see that there is there's an arena here where we can receive receive the help of God in taming the tongue. Have to recognize no man can tame the tongue. This is a work of God. So if no man can tame the tongue, if it's to be tamed, it's going to be a work of God. How can we partner him with that in that work? Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.